A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. If you want to be a kind person today, all you got to do is hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by WeberDarren97. Write me up for following the rules? Okay, I'll follow the rules. In November 2021, I worked for a small logistics company that delivers for Amazon. I applied for this position because I love driving and am pretty much at home on the road. I thought I should give mass delivery a try, see if I like it or not. Well, this company ruined it for me and went the extra mile to piss me off. I found out on day one that I didn't get any formal training. Instead, I got inducted into a nursery program that included two ride-alongs. This means that in my first week, I deliver 50% of a normal route. On my first day, someone will come with me to show me what I'm doing. Then I'm on my own for the rest of the week. On the first day of my second week, I was moved to nursery two, 80% of a normal route, and got my second ride-along. For the entire second week, I was getting hints from pretty much everyone that I was one of, if not the slowest, driver they'd ever had. Note that I had a whole two days of training. I don't count the rest, as I was not with anyone to train me. The rest of the story will all be about the second week. The first thing that really pissed me off was when the delivery app took me to an address that didn't exist. Like legit, just a big dirt lot with bulldozers and excavators. No mailbox, no buildings, nothing. It's Sunday night, so there's nobody around to ask. So I called driver support. The conversation went as follows. I say, I have a package that's undeliverable. The address is incorrect. Driver support says, just mark it as missing. I say, why would I do that? I have it right here in my hands. Driver support says, the undeliverable button isn't working. Just mark it as missing. Hangs up. I proceeded to mark it as missing and finished the rest of my route early and without incident. I returned the missing package to the warehouse, told the marshals what happened, and returned the van to dispatch. When I got back to dispatch, there was a write-up waiting for me because I returned a package marked as missing instead of retrying delivery. I told them what happened and was told to sign the write-up. I refused and went home for the night. On the next to last day of my second week, basically the same thing happened with another package. I was sent through the same ringer and called dispatch to explain the situation before continuing. I was told to just keep moving with my route and they'll get in contact with the warehouse. I saw no evidence of this happening as when I returned there was a write up waiting for me. Returning a package marked as missing. I said to myself that I'm done with this crap. It's time to do something. I reread the employee contract and found a clause that every time the van comes to a full and complete stop it must be turned off. Oh boy, did I know what I was going to do the next day. I came into work, claimed a van, picked up my packages, and proceeded to turn the van off every time it stopped. I was laughing so hard at all the people honking at me while restarting those big vans. After about two hours and at least 150 restarts, it wouldn't turn over anymore. I called dispatch and requested a rescue van. I then killed the rescue van and the rescue van for the rescue van. I killed three vans in one day. When I returned to dispatch over an hour late, they asked me what happened. The nice way of asking, what do you think you're doing? I said I was following the contract and proved myself correct in front of my dispatcher. He wrote me up for unsatisfactory performance, and I pointed out that that makes three write-ups in the month. 
If he wants me to sign that, he'll have to call the boss in, then explain why I'm being written up again. I said, yeah, call your boss. I'm sure she'd love to hear why she's being called in at 9.45 at night. He dropped the ride up. I followed up by asking if one of the faster drivers could meet me at the warehouse 10 minutes early to discuss van organization. He agreed to this. I didn't show up the next day. If you were dealing with a job that felt so over your head like that and you weren't getting any assistance and getting kind of thrown under the, well, delivery van, do you think you'd rather stick it out and try to figure it out or would you rather quit before it goes on for too long? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Nightcorn. Never refuse a client who wants to use the bathroom? Okay, enjoy your junkies. This just happened. I'm a nurse. I had been told by my orienter when I was hired that the washrooms were just for staff. As we didn't have time to wash them in between each patient for infection control purposes. My team lead was not impressed and the hammer came down on me specifically. They didn't care that it was their orienter who made the decision and I had no way of knowing it wasn't correct. I only told one client that we didn't have a public washroom, but that was enough for me to get two emails and repeated comments from supervisors about how we have to let everyone use the washroom. So no issues since then. Well, today it finally happened. A patient came into the waiting room insisting they had an appointment and tried walking past to the back area. This person wasn't wearing a mask, social distancing, and appeared to perhaps be an addict. I advised them that the bathrooms are only for clients while me and reception were frantically trying to determine if they really did have an appointment. It's not unusual for late booking to come in without notification. The patient said they were a walk-up appointment, which we just started doing a few days ago. So I go to bring them into a room. They charge past me to the bathrooms, claiming they had a medical condition and we had to let them use it, otherwise it was discrimination. Management told me that everyone can use the bathroom, so alright, I let them in. We can hear them opening the back of the toilet. Now the water's running. It's been 7 minutes. I go to the door, advise them that they have to leave. It's been long enough to pee. They tell me they're washing their hands. I wait 45 seconds and advise them that even us nurses only wash our hands for 30 seconds. Patient tells me they have to put on their pants. I advise them that I don't think they should have taken their pants off to go pee. Now they tell me they have to get their boots on. I advise them that usually people leave their pants and boots on to use the bathroom in a public facility. Security tells them to get out. They insist they're just doing up their laces. Security says to exit the bathroom. Water splashes, more weird sounds. Patient gets mad about us wanting them to come out without their laces up. Do you want a liability issue if I fall? Me and security agree that we're willing to take that risk. Patient comes out, pantsless, and proceeds to spend upwards of a full minute doing their laces in the hallway, all the while ranting about liabilities and them tripping and how we don't care about injuries because COVID is the biggest government hoax and we're all complicit in it. Patient storms out, leaving their pants in the bathroom and an unholy mess behind breezes right past the patient rooms, completely uninterested in actually doing their walk-in appointment, which we knew. Me and the other nurses proceed to clean the crap out of the bathroom and waiting room. Honestly, bless anybody that deals with these kinds of situations and just keeps going to work after that, because lord knows if you have to deal with people like that who come in, leave their pants behind and basically wreck the bathroom covered in biohazard, a lot of people probably wouldn't want to stick around for that. This next story is by KM Hags. I need to get my priorities straight. 
A little background, I, 29-year-old female, own a home with my fiancé, 30-year-old male, and we split expenses and housework 50-50. I like to think we contribute equally to the household, but one area we differ in is our work schedules. I'm a night owl and have insomnia, he works the typical 9-5, to and I bartend during the evenings 4 nights a week with one morning brunch shift. My sleep schedule is very wonky and lately it's been sleeping from about 9 or 10 to 2 and a sleepless night or 2 per week. Before you judge, we have no kids and this works for me. I do my best to stay quiet and want to get things done while I'm awake at night but don't want to wake him up. Now to the malicious compliance. One day this week, we spent the evening tidying up the house together and I thought we both contributed equally and all was well and good. But there were so many dishes that were piled up in the sink after we loaded the dishwasher and then they continued to pile up. This is also a constant issue for us as he also tends to leave dishes in the sink even when the dishwasher has plenty of space. Last night, I had a sleepless night and I spent it quietly in the living room working on a paint by numbers. Tonight, I came home and was told, your painting looks good but you really need to get your priorities straight and mention the dishes in the sink. Now, this really pissed me off, because most of the dishes were his. I'm his partner, not his maid, and I had shoveled our enormous driveway the night prior. I decided he was right. So at four in the morning, I went to the kitchen and did all the dishes loudly. He came to the kitchen and asked me what the heck I was doing. I told him that I was getting my priorities straight and doing the dishes like he asked. Little update. He just got up for work, we both apologized, and he said good job in the kitchen, it looks very nice. I was gonna say that there does seem to be some level of like, dysfunction in the relationship, but considering everything that went down in the morning when they got up, despite maybe being a little cranky about it, they were able to crack some jokes or at least actually give props to OP for cleaning things up at 4 in the morning. Our next story is by Ancient Educator 76 sure, I'll take your order. After some recent drama, I found myself running the drive-thru at my old job. I need some light, so I'll focus on some recent malicious compliance. It's 12.48, 12 minutes before close, and we have three mobile orders, so yeah, we're closed to anyone driving up. I feel weird of the irony or hypocrisy inherent in my being on the other side of the story, but someone beeps in and we say we're closed. He argues about the time. He argues about cars in front of him, like, that's a rule. Like, if you drive in while another car's there, we have to take your order. We would be a 24-hour place. I'd love the overtime. And be fired a week later. This guy's not nice about it. He finally says, with the surprise of someone who just thought of the greatest idea in the world, Your sign says you close at 1, so you have to take my order. We also have a sign that says we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. But whatever. Time for some malicious compliance. Okay, sure, we'll take your order. He orders a Dave's Double. I say, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have any big burgers right now. The grill's down for the night. He then orders a chili. I say, our chili's tossed for the evening. Sorry. Audibly frustrated, he says, fine, I'll take a Frosty. I say, sorry, sir, our Frosty machine's down for the night. He then relents. What do you have? We wait a minute to look around. We have chocolate chip cookies and soda. He backs up and screeches off into the night. I mean, honestly, not gonna lie, if I went to a Wendy's at 1 in the morning and it's not a 24 hours establishment, I wouldn't be surprised if they said literally everything is shut down. And our final story of the day is by Vanna Black. My dress is too short? 
Well, now I look like my dad, and everyone else can too. Years ago in the 90s, I worked at a heck hole of a call center. It was my first office job, and I tried really hard to be professional. What I didn't know was that a call center is basically the same as a restaurant. Everyone was sleeping with each other, on drugs or alcohol, and the managers were idiots. There was a guy who worked in a different pod who was always hitting on me. I was not interested. I did my job and went home and didn't socialize. I didn't even eat lunch in the break room because I lived about 5 minutes away. Well, there was a manager who had been sleeping with the guy and thought I was coming between them. She would make up excuses to harass me. I wasn't taking enough calls, I didn't clock in and out of the system exactly on the minute, etc. One day, she really went off the rails and started publicly shaming my outfit. I had on a dress and cardigan which she insisted was too revealing. It was to my knees and I had on pantyhose. She wrote me up and sent me home to change. I was really upset and started digging through my closet looking for something she couldn't pick apart. Then inspiration struck. My dad's a textbook accountant. Khakis, short-sleeved button-ups, and ties. So I borrowed an outfit from him. I was swimming in it. You couldn't see a single curve. I went back to work and headed straight for my desk. Don't you know, the manager spotted me and made a beeline directly for me. She pulled me into HR, complaining that I looked unprofessional. I told HR that this is what my dad wore every day, and he's a consummate professional. HR agreed that my outfit was acceptable, but the manager wouldn't let it go. The dress code was gender-specific, and she argued that I wasn't dressed like a woman. I ended up just going home for the day rather than deal with it anymore. A few days later, the dress code policy had been updated with vague language about looking professional and didn't even give examples of what was appropriate. The memo was posted in several places. This meant that everyone in the call center could now basically wear whatever they liked as long as it wasn't ripped jeans or a tube top. The manager was fuming because HR had taken away one of the things she could lord over people. I didn't last much longer there, but hopefully no one ever changed the dress code back. Honestly, I think as time goes on, we're seeing more and more lax dress codes in general, which I think is a good thing, honestly, because, well, personally, I just don't really enjoy wearing suits and dressing up and stuff. If I can get away just wearing a decent-looking polo and some khakis... I'd be all over that because it's comfortable enough and it looks decent, right? It also definitely seems rather archaic and weird to say that women have to wear dresses or skirts or pantyhose. Just seems like the kind of thing that should get phased out as we continue to just move into the future. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.